Hello. Good morning again. Welcome back to Loud Group. <laughs> Good morning. I'm Dane. I'm Rose. And today's topic is going to roll probably just a whole bunch of experiences into one, but the punchline is uh, being a critical thinker as a dancer when it comes to your education um, and also, you know, not thinking too hard about holding people accountable for their behavior and actions no matter who they are. Um, there's, there's, since yesterday, I guess there has been more, um, in terms of, uh, in terms of, you know, Facebook comments or just, just being, just being outright nasty again. And actually this one wasn't totally outright. It wasn't so in your face. It was actually quite passive aggressive and very, very like, but also very clear at the same time. Exactly. And it's kind of like the expectation that, you know, some people within our, uh, within our, our teaching community feel that they're, uh, they, they shouldn't have to say much. Um, they should have to, they should only have to allude to certain things or to express that they're dissatisfied about something uh, with the expectation that everyone around them will be able to look at them and go, oh, okay, that's the way that I should go. And I actually don't even really think that in moments like this, um, where people are being passive aggressive to other people, um, whether it be online or behind the backs or in person or what have you, I, I don't. I don't think that behavior actually is is intended in the first place for those people to make a statement about what's right and what people should be doing. Nor are they really interested in teaching um, how it is that they 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 see the world should be. You know, for whatever for whatever they feel. I just think that going to the extent of calling other people irresponsible for their behavior, especially in a time like this, as we spoke about the other day. Um, is not effective. It's not constructive, you know. I think, you know, it's really important to remember, and again, like I spoke about uh, yesterday, is everyone is entitled to their opinion 100%. Hands down, like they are. You know, freedom of speech and all of those things. However, if it goes again back to really basic things of, you know, if what you have to say isn't thought through and isn't going to generate something constructive in a kind way, then just don't say it or don't don't act on it. And I think it's really important to remember as well, especially in times like this, everyone is doing what they feel is right for them and doing what they feel they need to do in order to survive like we are in a time right now where survival mode has kicked in for everyone on so many levels and as much as it is bringing out some incredibly kind gestures by people it's also bringing out some kind of ugly ugly sides of of people and and in their their behavior is actually not it's not putting out anything anything that's going to help anyone around them in a positive way um you know, everyone, especially dance teachers, you know, within this community who are still teaching, um, you know, there's a reason that the studios are staying open, a couple of them are staying open, and there's a reason that a few people are still choosing to teach, and it's not because they don't want to do right by the masses, it's because they don't have the option not to. Now, I realise that's quite a, quite a controversial thing to say, given everyone is doing everything online, but also on the other side of it, you know, giving classes to people online is great, but how do we charge for that how do we use that to pay rent and you know it goes back to the basic um thing that you know we've been as artists fighting for for a really long time it's like exposure doesn't pay the bills mm -hmm. so you know when you've got 
people who are in companies and you know some of these people and this isn't a negative thing because some of these people are very dear friends of mine across the world who are offering you know free classes online to thousands of people uh, it gives no leverage to the people who need to make income off that mm-hmm. to be able to stand a chance i think it's, it, if that yeah yeah totally i think it's i think all in all it's it's respectable that that your reaction to any of the quite frankly bullying that you've been facing mm. um, is is very much rooted in how do I figure out what the what another option is how could I try to do this in such a way that it would um, it would kind of not not please everyone but um, at, at least kind of like respect what certain what, what the concerns are to the best of your ability and make mm. sure that you make an impact to that degree I just don't think that the people coming to you like that yeah. is is about it's not about that at all it is it is very clearly about uh the dissatisfaction with you being uh maybe younger maybe m- more known maybe more talented maybe and so on and so on and so on and these are all the things that we never want to talk about with each other because it really in- it always involves telling someone or it involves pitting one person versus another and we don't well, we we discourage that right so like if you were standing in a class next to somebody you wouldn't um, you wouldn't say, okay, well, I feel better than you, therefore I'm going to step forward, you know, one yeah. line in the room, and you should stay behind me. What is that left? What is that person left to feel? What is that person left to do with their devices? But then again, what about those people who feel left behind, who are attacking the people who are just kind of making a step forward for themselves that is not directed yeah. at them, that has nothing to do with them? No, they are merely the catalyst of, you know, what's happening around them. Right. If you're unhappy with what's going on around you, and if you're a teacher, and if as a teacher you are someone who decides to wake up every morning and go to a class and teach people how to live their dance lives, then what are you doing making some snide, passive-aggressive comment on Facebook, especially if you're very well-known? Yeah. You know? You're you're not doing yourself a service. You're you're pushing yourself away from the people who actually follow you because all you're saying is, if you disagree with me, I'm going to turn around and treat you like shit. Yeah. Absolutely. But also I think it is that thing of, you know, we speak about, especially at the moment, the the media and everything is very much talking about um, unity and like everyone needing to stand together. And I think that has to be addressed that actually by by pulling someone down because they have a different um, approach to dealing with this or they have different um, needs or they they operate differently in a situation like this, um, you know, pulling someone down isn't forming a community you're not helping you're not standing together quite the opposite you right. know it's again just dividing people and and it doesn't I, again it just, it's just not productive it doesn't help anything you know and it is only a matter of time potentially before london and, and other places do go into lockdown and until that happens everyone has the prerogative it's like it's within their right to be able to choose what they do right and yes be and also i'd like to point out that these studios that are staying open are being frugal with their cleaning like those studios have never been so clean in the years that I've I've been in London you know between every class where you know doing everything that the government has set out guideline wise so when people say that we're being irresponsible 
you know, if you're if you haven't left your house for the last week and you haven't actually been in these institutions um, or these buildings, you actually can't really form an opinion mm -hmm. because you don't know what measures they've put in place because it isn't it isn't business as usual. It's not right. as far as us teachers. Also, I'd like to point out that, for example, myself and a couple of other teachers who did teach classes yesterday, we're not making bank of the fact that everyone else is isn't teaching. I just really want to make that clear. We are literally making enough to cover the rent to the studio, split our profits, our minimal profits with our pianists or our musicians that are working with us. And it's enough to maybe buy groceries and maybe cover an, a, a utilities bill. Like that is it. You know, we're not doing this because we're capitalizing on the fact that everyone is still coming to class. It's not about that. It's about keeping people moving because that's just as important to health as, you know, many other things are. And while we have the option to do so to keep sane, which is also very important, we are choosing to still offer a service, but not because we're making, we're not capitalizing on anyone else's, you know, choice to stay home. Right. Quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, I canceled a class the other night because there was only a few people and I didn't have enough and I was covering for someone. I didn't have enough to actually cover the rent to the studio. So collectively between the people that were there and myself, we decided it wasn't worth it. You know, it, it's... It's a realistic approach to it's the situation. A re it's a realistic approach to the situation. Now, you know, this is, again, back to opinions. This is my, this is my choice and my view, and I'm, and I'm still continuing to do this because I am healthy. I have zero symptoms. I am not in any way a risk to anyone at all right now. However, that being said, if things were to change, I would also take the appropriate, appropriate you know, steps to do, do right by the people in the classes or you know the building and you know i think the first thing is i wish like i just wish that anyone who would decide to express that they are dissatisfied with the way that you're carrying yourself throughout the situation would actually come to you with that rationale would actually come to you with saying this is my problem in person exactly <laughs> you know or just straight up like just send a message and just yeah. be a little bit more civil mm -hmm. and diplomatic and grown up about it or and again like you said to me yesterday you know in a situation like this I would also like to point out that it's not just dance studios. I think that the dance community is very much online because what we do is visual. So people, you know, rely on their their following or the content that they post, you know, to build a brand. However, people in McDonald's, people in Sainsbury's, <laughs> people in, you know, I I'm I'm seeing people who are working minimum wage jobs still going to work. And yes, the city feels a bit like a ghost town, but actually, you know, Harrods is still open mm -hmm. you know there's there's other other parts of the community that is the uk that is london that is still operating at a very very you know minimalized kind of version but it hasn't come to a complete stop so i think it's important to remember as well you know when when we're you know having really strong opinions about you know our particular industry continuing to run it's not just us mm -hmm. there are many many other places that are still running and again this is my opinion this is your opinion you know people are we're in, we are as entitled to this opinion as everyone else is to right. say the latter yeah you which know? means you're not allowed <laughs> to act like you're more important than the next person just in your opinion just because you think that you're doing the popular vote and you're putting yourself in a situation that everybody recommends listen unless somebody hands it down unless the government hands it down and says these are the requirements then 
everything else is fair game and we should stop acting like people are not doing that already on a regular basis and that we haven't been doing this as a as, a, as a, an industry or within people within our field for time we need to stop being the the people that accept the underpaid jobs for the clout and for the notoriety who will only post the highlights of certain things and not share and not um and not educate about the injustices and the really and, and the awful things that happen out there or the things that happen with, with with dancer on dancer crime within the city or abroad and then decide that we are holier than thou when we decide that we're going to do the thing out of self-preservation mm -hmm. if what you think if, if this person is showing up at your doorstep ringing your doorbell and coughing in your face and leaving <laughs> i understand you know but no one's targeting you so don't target them no. just be reasonable human being like this is a that's enough there's no reason why we should be having this conversation about people older than us who mentor people younger as as young as we are or younger than us to yeah. teach to teach them how to behave that's just ridiculous at this point. Yeah, and I think that, you know, what's happening right now is obviously the catalyst of this particular conversation. But like you said, this isn't something that, you know, that we haven't been dealing with for since the beginning of time, mm. you know. And, you know, going even just down to, you know, supporting artists and everything like that that we touched on in our last episode, you know. It shouldn't have, we shouldn't have had to come to this apocalyptic time in 2020 mm -hmm. to actually start supporting each other and, you know, generating kindness and generating new work and innovative work and creating stuff from scratch because you don't have the other option. And this should have already, this should already be in place. Mm -hmm. So why is it, and, and this is a really big question that I asked you a lot of people and to myself and to you and to everyone, you know, why is it that it's taken something like this to shift something that we've been trying to shift shift as a community for a really really long time yeah well i think i think it's i think that there are a lot of people who just lie about it yeah i think that there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of people especially in this city you know like london is a place where you can dress how you want you can look how you want you can be how you want and the game is about how how how, how big your game is mm -hmm. it's not about does your education have a lineage have you done xyz have you been x to xyz have you do, do you understand the field on a global level do you understand that as a professional working in one of the central um, hubs for talent in europe that that, uh, that, it, that to, to consider yourself a leader you have to come from a place of wisdom and experience because of the influx of people coming from everywhere else mm. if you you can't behave as a as a teacher as a professional in this city the same way that you did back home wherever you came from in these smaller cities because you outgrew those environments and decided to come and try to make something more mm. so instead of coming in underhanded and going i'm just going to put myself in the in, in the in the environments that are suited for me to be able to grow uh, on an agenda and an initiative that suits my learning, which is totally fine in terms of self-preservation. Instead, what we're saying is, uh, I'm going to look out for the opportunity because I'm insecure about the fact that everybody else around me, there are too many others around me, I'm not confident enough to step into those shoes. So I'm going to resort to doing the little lefts and rights to take advantage of situations here and there, to, to have conversations with people just to, to discuss opinions and to talk shit about other people just to get the opinion of the person in front of you so that you can validate who you are. Mm. I think that really speaks a lot of home truths and a lot, and anyone hearing this really understands yeah. what I'm talking about. So, you know, the beginning of the podcast we're, uh, was ultimately to wrap us up <laughs> talking about <laughs> teacher keeping... And to be fair, because I feel like why I love these these things so much is, is, is also because these conversations that, you know, Dane and I finally decided to 
start recording is genuinely how we live day to day and you know it's that opening a conversation with people and you know we encourage people to open conversations either with us or with people around them about things all the time not just now Mm -hmm. because it is incredibly important that we keep everyone and ourselves accountable for our moral compass and for you know our integrity and our 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 vision for where we see our lives as creatives as humans and the whole bit and yeah it, it's it's a really important thing to like you said you know you have to acknowledge these things otherwise in yourself as well as people around you in order to shift anything yeah and this message will reach some people and it won't reach others i think the moral is to keep teachers on their toes the people who you you, you are going to learn from <coughs> excuse me in order to get whatever information that you want to get so that you can take it to the next stage in your career you need to qualify those people are those people down to earth genuine individuals who show a level of humility and modesty that um that is in line with where you see yourself going in the future i'm not talking tomorrow i'm not talking next week i'm not talking to the next job but who you are going to become as an artist very much depends on who you allow to influence that artistry and if all of this is so personal and if we all have such an identity related to all of this, we really need to be qualifying and people. And selective. You need to be selective. It's okay to be selective. Well, I mean, in life, we're selective with who we have in our friendship circle. Mm-hmm. I think we also need to start to do that with the people that we work with, the people that we encounter. You know, it, it's okay to not want to be aligned with someone, even if they have a massive following, if you don't agree with something, you know, morally in the way that they behave or they act mm-hmm. or you know you can still learn from people that you don't see yourself aligned with for the rest of time right well i, I also i think that's very true it, it should and that should be done in the course of of, of um pursuing an education mm-hmm. you know to its grassroots that should not be used as an excuse to um allow bullying in class out of class on social media you know there's a the the, the bar has to be set to a certain level, but it also has to be kept there. It can't just be proven once and then you go, oh, okay, well, this is somebody I need to be next to. And so therefore you forgive any of the bullshit that happens after that. Mm-hmm. If you're in a class where a teacher com- is is talking, is, is being condescending to someone, if they are clearly bullying someone, you don't need to take time to articulate and have an opinion and, and gab about, you know, how we all feel, think and feel about this. It should be addressed. It should be... It, and it, and it should be clear so that maybe the next time that somebody is actually bullied in the classroom, they have the guts to turn around and go, actually, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. 100%. The next time a teacher pits one dancer against another and tells them that their job is to compete against each other for, the, for, for their lives and that they shouldn't feel worthy of being a, being a dancer or having a career if they can't nail it in that moment when, you know, they've only been there for 90 minutes. Yeah. I just, like, we it's, have to have some perspective. Ancient, it's a really ancient way of thinking and it's a very, you know, there's a massive difference between, uh, you know, healthy competition and exactly what you've just described. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, especially younger dancers that are listening to this, it's okay to have a voice. There's a difference between being disrespectful and having a voice Mm -hmm. in a class or a rehearsal if you feel like morally something isn't right you are allowed to speak up you are not going to ruin your career you're not going to you know stop your chances of working with these people in the future Mm -hmm. you are allowed to have a voice you know human first human first artist second because actually if you Mm -hmm. are a solid human the artist in you will grow and morph into 
something much much more than it would have if you hadn't acknowledged that yeah. and really held that held yourself accountable for who you want to be as a human being first yeah i think we need to we need to ask the question you know at what cost am i am i requiring myself to be associated with the people around me yeah what, what what am I what am I sacrificing by overlooking someone else next to me being mistreated? Why is there not outrage over the the, the, the comments and messages that you've received alone in the last twenty four hours? Let alone the way that some of these people are treating other people on a day to day basis, mm-hmm. who now have all of the opinions. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's just have some perspective. And I think a really good way, also, you know, a, a particularly um, detached way to qualify your teachers is to make sure that you're going into class with an initiative for your learning that is specific to you. What am I working on today? What am I, what am I trying to focus on? How, what am I trying to achieve today? You know, like I used to go into class, not sure, like not regardless of, of the person at the front of the room, maybe I didn't, I didn't love, you yeah. know, you can't have it. We're not saying this because we want to have it our way either. You know, people are going to be people no matter what, but if this rings a bell for you, it should just let you know that there, there's a lot of power in the way that you, decide to approach the situation when it comes to the class. If you go in and like, for example, I used to pick up was a, was a thing that I was gifted with as when I was young. So I just decided, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to make that strong. I'm going to go in and I just want to be the first person in the room to get it down. Mm-hmm. And eventually I did. It was a goal I set for myself. I didn't even need to say a word to anybody. And especially if you have that kind of mentality of, you know, you can actually learn and really learn from any teacher, regardless whether you, you like the choreo or whether you know you like the person or not, you can actually learn in any situation yeah. if you go in with a motive that is purely focused on your growth and nothing else. And if more of us, I think if more of us did that, it would really change the lay of the land in regards to how we treat each other on a regular basis because it would change the culture with which we're taking class. We're not taking classes anymore to... Um, to be impressive or to be seen or to or to show off where we're doing it because we have a very genuine interest in our own personal growth don't expect that you're going to book a gig out of the room because <laughs> you're not if you're not and, uh, unless you're liked exactly. and if you're and on what basis do you want to be liked mm-hmm. right yeah i think as well you know on a on a again the longevity thing you know if you want to not get bored with your training and you want to be able to be more consistent with the training and not feel like going to class is a chore you have to find those ways to actually just find benefit in everything that you do. And again, it goes down to like your headspace walking into the room and it doesn't matter what happens around you. Right. So you can serve, you can serve the people around you in a really great way. You can make positive impact. You can create positive change by serving yourself. You just have to not serve yourself at the expense of someone else's feelings. You have to not serve yourself at the expense of someone else's um, uh, self-worth or self-esteem. That's just something that goes without saying, but we do need to talk about it a little bit more often. If this would become the subject, you know, of how we treat each other on a regular basis, and if that moving forward starts to become a little bit more of a conversation, I think we could actually make a lot of difference. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh... <laughs> I, mean I guess like my kind of like, just to like finish on my, on my side of things, I think there's a big difference between being self-aware and being self-absorbed. And, you know, shout out to like every single human that ever listens to this, you know, you are enough as you are as a human being. That doesn't mean that you can't grow and you can't change and everything. You can be incredibly self-aware and focus on yourself without it impacting anyone around you negatively. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah, you are enough as is, and if anyone ever makes you feel otherwise, then it's okay to distance yourself. Right, and but but don't be afraid of competition. Don't be afraid of putting yourself forward. The difference is that you're competing with you're competing with skill. You're competing with ability. You're competing with not you know with a person. right, and not it's with opportunity. Craft. If you if you're competing with the craft of dance in particular, the thing that I love about this art form so much is that I know I will never be perfect at it. And that's what draws me to continue training, continue doing it, because I'm in a constant competition with myself in this art form that just keeps giving me more mm -hmm. to explore. Like, that should be the mentality of people going to class, you know, like I'm about to go and teach, um, you know, a class now, and I just want the people that are in the room, if there's anyone, to be there to just find something new within their art form mm -hmm. more than anything. I'm merely just a catalyst to give some steps, and then people can feed off that how they wish. Exactly. So, uh, unless the government shuts you down and you want to go to class, go to class. If you don't want to go to class, don't, don't go, go to go class. To class yeah. Just, just do what <laughs> do what feels right for you. Right. In this time, I think it's really important that everyone just feels safe and feels comfortable and feels like they're doing whatever they need to do to play their part or to not play their part or you know whatever they need to do to either survive or anything in between. Just do what feels right for you. Yeah. Everyone take care. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace out.